Acupuncture. Acupuncture is the original biohack. Binaural beats. Nootropics. Tom, can you even spell nootropics? Supplements. Psychedelics. They told us not to take drugs. Now there's all this research on taking drugs. Science of compounding. Orgasmic meditation. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff we find interesting. I don't want to spend 12 grand to shine a red light on my junk. Just a couple of guys talking about somewhat strange health stuff. There's something weird here, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Irreverent health starts now. We're talking some red light therapy, and uh, I got to be honest with you, I'm pretty excited. Yep. Yeah. This is... Yeah, I know. You're you're a big fan, man. I'm a big fan, but here's... You're a convert. Yeah. Here is what I will say. Um, Tom and I both have very different genesis moments for this hobby or interest. Um, Tom, you are... uh, (laughs) You have a clinic, right? As as some people here know, but like, what do you do with it? Yeah, we can call it a clinic. Let's start with what you do with it down at the, at the clinic. Okay. So, so now you're kind of asking the, the, the whole impetus of the, of the clinic, right? So, you know, as you know, I've been an acupuncturist for a little over two decades now. And uh, when we talk about acupuncture and we look at the studies, there are these huge overarching effects that seem to hit multiple systems. So um, not saying I'm getting older or anything like that. It's a hell of a lot of work uh, to treat people all day. And it became uh, apparent that if I wanted to have a real effect on people, I couldn't treat them all. And looking at certain machines uh, that were becoming available, right? The term biohacking got popular. All these things kind of lined up. Um, there was a lot of ways to stimulate the body in a similar, similar method to acupuncture, uh, without me doing the work. So red light therapy made sense because a lot of acupuncture's methods are stimulating the cells to make more energy. And when we look at the research between, between, oh, excuse me, behind red light therapy and near infrared light therapy, we're really talking about producing more cellular energy, which gives the body more energy to do what it needs to do. And, and you actually, I'm so glad that you accidentally ended up there because that is, or was, I should say my genesis. Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was my Genesis moment for red light therapy because I, I, I'm an avid triathlete and I, I do uh, put value and priority towards things that allow me to do more for longer than, than other things. I'm not a sprint guy, so I don't mm-hmm. care about that, but that cellular, that upregulation of, of, of cellular activity specifically in my mind was with ATP production and, and that mitochondria health and that metabolic health mm-hmm. that comes with that. Like those are what got me into it. So I was, I was the, actually how I act. One of the first things I did at your clinic was actually red light therapy. Um, and so, yeah. so, yeah, so we have different ways of looking at it, but I think, I think it's fair to say we're both pretty interested at the same level in all the various stuff this does. So here's what I noticed. And I want to know your opinion Definitely. From, from the clinical side. One of the biggest questions people ask me when I do sure, that, sure. Uh, when, yeah, about red light therapy and one, one of the biggest questions they ask is like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, are you, are we literally shining red lights on you? And I'm like, absolutely. And then it's like diarrhea of the mouth. I just start going crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, it, it's a hundred percent that. And looking at it clinically, I, I, you know, I, I always go back to acupuncture, and there's there's a classic text that that basically says the root of all disease is us not living in nature, right? Not not living a natural lifestyle, right? We're not we're under too much stress, all that kind of thing. Uh, and if we look at our lifestyles right now, how often are we outside, right? We're not, you know, most of us get in our car from our house, drive to work, you know, go, you know, go into work, come out, especially in the winter, it'll be night, dark that whole time. You're getting no natural light. Right. So the red end of the spectrum that comes off the sun is really, you know, a, a stimulant of this conversion of cellular energy. So anything we can do to tone that up and, and at a high intensity, uh, the lights are bright, um, red and near infrared spectrum, we're kind of supplementing what would happen if you lived outside. Yeah. And, and with that comes a whole bunch of very interesting health side effects. Um, so... Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is, sorry, uh, there's a so bit where, of a where do you want to start with that? Because yeah, yeah, it is no. a pretty big list. So it's a huge list. And so what I wanted to kind of preface this by saying, and, and this is the spoiler alert for anyone listening, I, if you do any amount of Googling on this, and I, and I do mean any, you are going to see marketing material from a host of companies that claim this, mm-hmm. you know, cure cancer, you know, takes a suicidal, you know, sociopath and turn him into a nun. Like, I mean, it's a, it's an entire slew of crazy, crazy theories on what this can do. I mean, is, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and as, as always, if the claims seem uh, way too out there to believe, uh, even if there's a little bit of truth there, you know, you have to take it at face value, right? And and we're we're hearing the phrase "do your own research." Uh, a lot of times, uh, no one even knows where to start with that. Right. But right. what we can see time and time again, uh, this falls into a category called uh, uh, photobiomodulation. So that's the Correct. use of red so- light or or any color light, for that matter, to stimulate a process in the body. Right. And, and so I oh, think- go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry. There's a bit of a lag with you today and I, I, I don't mean to be stepping on you at all. Um, but, uh, Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. Um, so, so here's what's interesting to me about photobiomodulation and we'll, we'll talk about other different types of photobiomodulation, I suspect in the future, but, but because of how deep these rabbit holes are today, we're just going to really talk about mm-hmm. red light right and red has a bunch of components we're going to get into that in a second but what i find interesting about photobiomodulation in general is that mm-hmm. it is light which you kind of think is this benign you know thing that exists you flip on a light switch you go out in the sun you have your phone flashlight like you know you've got all these things and you just think of it it's light you know it's like okay great it's the opposite of dark but what we were finding out is that it's got this incredible ability to shift health outcomes and and quality of life and and I think that that's an fascinating mm-hmm. piece of information. Uh, Human Charger was another product that like you put in your nose and it's just shining light into your brain and and it's it's actually I mean I've, oh I yeah own, yeah 
I don't own one because I don't travel enough, but I do know a couple people that have them for airline travel and swear by them. <laughs> I think that they're like amazing, like for curing jet lag. I mean, in here you got this nose plug that goes in your, you know, you know, that's, flashlight. and that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. They also have the same or a similar red light for allergies. Oh, I get yeah, um, That's the thing. Same so, thing. Little red light bulb. You stick it up your nose. You leave it in for a certain amount of time. And do you know anyone that's used that? Um, I, I know a couple of people, um, you know, it's funny. You, you always have to balance the bank account be, between what you need and, and, and don't. And, uh, that's one of those things that like, if you have the whole red light panel in your office, you kind of go, I think I'm going to skip the thing up the nose, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, um, I do have two of them in my office <laughs> sitting right behind me at the moment. And, and I will tell you, I'm not too dissimilar uh-huh. thoughts, yeah. yeah if we ever do a screenshot they'll see them yeah right so so with respect to this let's let's kind of tap into what, what what range of health outcomes are we talking about like first of all i'll start out with the straight down the middle ones right collagen production with there's a ton of studies on the density of yeah of sure sure yeah yeah it's the density of collagen before and after red light therapy varying degrees various sample sets um so there's a but there the point is there's a ton of studies on this right so i would put collagen production smack in the in the wheelhouse of red mm-hmm. light pretty much no arguments correct you, you think yeah so no, pa- no arguments yeah so then you know and that- i would even put that into the category of cosmetic benefits yeah right 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 and so, so then past that, we start getting into anti-inflammatory behaviors of all kinds, right? And that was another reason for sport. I was highly interested in it. It's it, very interesting to me, the anti-inflammatory effects. And I think that probably fits almost dead center of its wheelhouse as well. All right. So Tom, what I wanted to start with is like, let's, let's just start with the bare basics. Like what is this straight down the middle good for? And for me, the first thing out of my mouth is collagen production. There are a ton of studies that I've read about before and after studies about people with in control groups having significantly different results than uh, people in placebo group. Um, so I would fair to say yes, no. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the whole realm of cosmetics is, is a big uh, arena and and you'll see all the celebrities using those little red light masks. Yeah. Um, and, and they're great for that, you know, it, but the, I think the benefits go even bigger uh, and, and better than that, you know, as far as reducing t- uh, wrinkles and giving you some more elasticity in your skin yeah. uh, is great. But I think for us, we, we like some of those those deeper benefits there. So so this this actually kind of touches on something that really pisses me off about red light marketing and red. And, and actually, I think to a broader degree, you know, health and wellness sector in mm-hmm. general. I know the emission of my pan, my red light panels, right? Like I know the mm-hmm. power, I know, I know how many, uh, I know the micro Tesla of EMF pollution. I know that I know everything, uh, you know, I know the mi- milliwatts per centimeter squared output I, over a time frame. Like I know these things because I, I bought it specifically with specific ideas in mind and specification mm-hmm. requirements and whatnot. 
But here's the interesting part about this in particular. And I think we see this, Tom, a ton in supplements, right? We see this a ton in, in vitamins in particular. Just because I've got curcumin in a pill doesn't mean it fucking works. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. Like, like, right. And in yeah, this case, therapeutic dose. Yeah. Therapeutic like in this dose case, is a big thing with all of this. Yeah. And in this case, like I know if I stand 12 inches away from my panels that I have a 10 or 12 to 15 minute therapy window for mm-hmm. what I'm looking to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I know that those masks, for example, don't have anywhere near <laughs> that therapeutic dosage. The, yeah. And they're making gazillions of dollars selling these absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, you need look for no further than the instruction manual and the technical specifications at the back to notice that these things largely, and obviously I haven't looked at everyone on the market. So if you're the one yeah. guy making a mask that actually fits, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. sorry, I'm being such a douche, but I mean, seriously, most of these people really suck because they're selling you garbage. Well, you know, and and I think this goes, you know, back to the just because it's it's emitting a red light, you know, how many times and and I don't go on Instagram too much anymore, but you'd see somebody going red light therapy hashtag and they've got, you know, the the expensive, you know, brand name panel across the room in the corner. Right. And it's like you're you're not even you you're not even close. So, you know, and and what you're talking about is how what's the output of that bulb how strong is it and that's going to define how close or far away you need to be i've seen some some amazing led panels for pain that are on a piece of neoprene that you actually have to wrap around the joint and that runs for 20 minutes right you know because you just uh, need that distance right you you, it has to be that close to get a, a therapeutic effect you know that's and then if we're talking about laser therapy uh, clearly you don't have to hold it as close, but you're, you're, sure. you're on a much smaller spot. You're, and that's, that will leave that for another time, but it's, yeah. it's definitely something that <laughs> intensity and frequency play big into this. Yeah. And, and I guess the point I was, I, I was tapping into was basically like so many other things we talk about. You, you, this is one of those things where the devil is absolutely in the details, right? Like this is yeah, absolutely 100% detail oriented, but the benefit, the, the upside, if you will, of this is that this is measured in nanometers of light uh, frequency in nanometers for light, right? So mm-hmm. we're talking about 660 range uh, depending, and you're talking about uh, eight, what that 20, I think it is. Yeah, like 850. Yeah, 850. Yeah. yeah something. I, I never remember the higher end one, but but with those frequencies, there's been a ton of studies in these very narrow uh, ranges, right? Um, like mm-hmm. 630 to 680, um, I think, was is the lower one. And so we know that, that things in that range will produce specific results. Same thing with 810 to 850. I, I believe it's in that range. Like, same thing. Yeah. We know that. But here's the other thing. You can get lights cheaper that aren't don't fall within those nanometer ranges that are mm-hmm. also who knows if they've got any, per, you know, function. I mean, we, we can't say that they don't because obviously it's likely that there is some, but we don't know if it's more intense, mm-hmm. less intense, toxic, you know, like not toxic, you know? So like, it's not, it, again, this is one of those incredibly nerdy details that any rational human being would look in the instructions and be like, yeah, 
glossing over deer in headlights, don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And yet at the same time, buying an 800 nanometer light would do probably, uh, who knows, right? Un- unknown. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those things where, it, you know, it, unless research could be done for free or unless somebody's dumping millions and millions of dollars behind it, you're not going to be looking at that. And that, that falls into that basic research category. I'm not looking for a specific effect. I'm just looking to see what happens. Uh, and you're not going to dial in frequencies that you don't have at least a good hypothesis on. And, you know, red light exists from that low end all the way to far infrared. Uh, right. But we know that certain frequencies, certain wavelengths within that spectrum seem to affect the body better than others. And and I want to kind of like, you know, to get into our time machine and go forward in time in this conversation, because it is also a, mm-hmm. a nerdy detail thing. But when we get into far infrared saunas and what we're going to and and how that kind of is affecting things. Oh, that's got to be its own. It, it, episode. Do, <laughs> it, it, it does. But I wanted to I thought we'd be stupid to not mention it here. No, I mean, it's all kind of like absolutely in the same zone. But so my point there, though, is is that um, a company I recently bought a uh, an infrared sauna. And I think you and I have the same brand. Right. Do, do I remember that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the sauna a lot, actually. I it's, so, yeah. it's a it's a great sauna. I really do like it. But but here's the funny thing: they have a what they call full spectrum version that's quite a bit more expensive um, that covers yeah. red, near infrared, far infrared, and the problem. And and this this is why I brought this up is it ties both dosage and output in a nice little bow with each other. As yeah, it turns really as it does. turns yeah as it turns out. The therapy window for red and near infrared light is minutes, right? You're talking about two mm-hmm. to 30 minutes, right? You wouldn't treat yourself. Yeah. Your therapy window, regardless of output, is not going to extend past that, right? And if it is extending to your point, you're wrapping something around like a joint specifically or something. So it's not going to be uh, into anything going into your body. But here's the funny thing. I read an interesting mm-hmm. group of studies that said that overexposure to far infrared, um, I'm sorry, overexposure to near infrared causes mid, mid infrared, near infrared. Yeah, yeah, causes has a yeah. huge increase in cataracts, but far infrared does not. Now the far the saunas that we see, the infrared saunas are predominantly, if not wholly, far infrared. So here we have a therapy mm-hmm. window of 30 to 60 minutes versus you know, one to 30 minutes. So you're not only are the nanometers important to your dosage dosing regime, but your dosing regime is dependent on output. So it's sort of like this domino that you have to kind of wrap your head around um, before you even buy a product that's going to do what you want it to do. And so I guess what I find the most fascinating as a true nerd about red light is it is the ultimate nerd hobby in the sense that it requires a great mm-hmm. deal of attention to very otherwise meaningless detail. <laughs> like, you, you know, you have to read the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that being said, once you get the panel, the, the treatment is, is pretty, pretty right. simple. You well, know, it's, you it plays it, both yeah. ends, right. Yeah, you know, you, right. well, you I'm can a, geek I'm out a, on all the, all the, the physics behind it and then just stand there. <laughs> can I can I tell you what or lay there? I, yeah, can I tell you the kind of nerd I am? 
I, I, let's hear it. <laughs> I bought two panels <laughs> and I put them at very specific distances from either side of the width of my torso so that when I stand at a certain spot on the floor, which I have loosely figured out based on where my carpet is, I know that mm. I'm exactly 12 inches forward and aft. And I know that based on the output of my panels, that my therapy window is almost exactly 10 minutes, give or take a, a minute. And I, and I happen yeah. to, to have that at the exact same amount of time that I set my muse to. And so I will sit in my yeah. red light therapy, butt ass naked with my muse on, and I look like a complete spaz. But I get my 10 minutes of uh, birds chirping and my 10 minutes of uh, red and near infrared, and it's everybody's happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and that's one of those things where I, once you do it a few times, you you know what to expect, and I think it won't interfere with your meditation at all. Actually, you know? no. Now, now it's weird. I I noticed that the amount of time that it takes me to get birds is longer now if I'm not doing infrared at the same time. Yeah, yeah. If you change the setup, if you change the routine, that's the crazy thing about meditation. Yeah, you know, is, any any little little change. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. So, so back to like, what? Why would we do this at all? So collagen production straight down the middle. I'm feeling good about that. So I guess the second thing for me would be anti-inflammation, right? Like, I think it's fair to say that this is also right down the middle with, with red light therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of research on this. And when we say anti-inflammation, that's not just workout recovery, that's pain management and things like that as well. Right. Right. And, and again, you know, that's going to be modulated by dosage right so like you're going to use different doses for different things but it mm -hmm. is it is definitely down the middle there and i i you know i i will say uh, maybe the third thing that i would probably put into this for for men anyway is increased testosterone when it's shown directly on your junk which is why most of the panels cover much of your torso um, you know, I, there, there are plenty of studies that support that as well. Uh, there's a couple that I even talk about, uh, because of the near infrared penetrating into the tissue, uh, that it may have a positive effect on, on the ovaries and, uh, female sex hormones as well. So I, I said, I said the, uh, the qualifier for the men, because I'm a hundred percent sure of that. I was <laughs> mildly aware of the female version. Um, but, but obviously my, uh, my first, first, uh, notice was the, Oh wait, if I shine this on my, on my junk at more testosterone, that's, that's awesome. Well, yeah, you know, especially if we're talking about somebody that does triathlons and is, uh, you know, trying to perform athletically uh, or sexually or however you want to call so it. It's just, it's just funny because if you, you know, th think about this. Let me paint this picture, right? You tell somebody that you stand naked in front of two red light panels. They're like, man, you are a weirdo. But on the second time, uh, on the flip side of that same coin, you're like, yes, but it increases testosterone, makes ATP production more efficient, which means I'm actually mm -hmm. have more energy and makes my skin more smooth and even toned. Like you're like, Oh, 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 <laughs> like, oh. you know, so that's why it, there's whole districts of red light, right? Yeah, I totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, I, I see. What uh, you sorry. That was top. horrible. No, that was, yeah. 
actually, you know, I'm actually just a little upset. I didn't think of it if I'm being, honest. uh, you know, listen, yeah. it's, it's a dad joke pretty much. Yeah. You got to get there as quick as you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, then now let's go in. What, 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 where do we go? Where do we start to maybe veer this train off? Cause I'll tell you what, for me, um, you know, I know there's a ton of hormone health that comes along with that. And I think, you know, that's pretty specifically predictable with the testosterone part, if you accept Mm -hmm. that as truth. Um, And I know that there's some brain and cognitive things, but because hormone and cognitive benefits are there, I think those are the springboards where we start to kind of go off track a little bit, right? You know, and and even some of these more outlandish claims, like you know, uh, they talk about it for hair growth. Yeah, that was, um, yeah and, and they right. they like honestly, I, you know, people ask me that with acupuncture too, and I'm like, well, look at me, man, I've been bald for you know, yeah. <laughs> sixteen years now, yeah. and uh, if something like that worked, if if there was a natural way to do it, I would. But I would say that's another area where you may have to quantify it. What is the reason for the baldness? If it's something where you're not getting enough circulation to the scalp, yeah, I could totally believe that. If it's right. because you're ma- making too much DHT, uh, which is like a like an offshoot of a type of testosterone that seems to spike in men, um, <clears throat> and it doesn't have any real big positive effects, it, you know, the big side effect is hair loss. Um, you know, I don't know if that's going to really see something. And as a frequent user, I haven't noticed any of the little shiny patches coming back, you know, uh, (laughs) and then, you know, I would say another big thing, and there are quality studies with this about weight loss, but it's such a tricky mix. I think yeah, that's I one where like mentioning that because somebody's freaking out right now, uh, you know, running out to go buy a juve panel because, well, if you, well, just, just book some appointments at my clinic now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, and, and honestly, anybody that comes in with that, you know, it, it's funny because most of these studies and I haven't looked at every specific one for the fat loss, but any method where they're claiming that this burns fat, there's normally dietary modifications and exercise. This is another thing. What, what else are you doing and what is that underlying cause? You know, is it a digestive issue? Is it, you know, is it the fact that you're not moving enough? Is it the fact that, you you know, you, you're missing certain enzymes. I mean, there's a, a thousand reasons why you might be heavy and you can't, expect uh shining a light to radically shift that unless it just so happens that you have that one specific condition that that's the only thing holding you back from losing weight sure yeah no i and 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 again i i i hate to get into i feel like um i feel like the all roads lead to oh diet book kind of thing you know in this world yeah and i i i hate to uh I hate it when people go there because my, I, I'll be honest, whether it's true or not, as soon as I hear, Oh, it helps you lose weight. I, I almost, the switch turns off. I'm like, Nope. Yeah. 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 I get, I get that. And, and you know, this is another thing where there's so much, or there's so many claims and uh, yes, you need a quality machine. You get past that and you get the right dosage. You're using it enough. Those kind of things. It still doesn't mean 
that this is going to be the great panacea. It's not going to fix everything in your life. Um, Certainly you should feel some benefits if it's a good quality panel or a good quality piece of equipment, but how much to quantify that that's going to be dependent on the individual. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess what I was saying is like the uh, you know, what was that thing? Godwin's law that like uh, if a, a conversation is sufficiently, you know, long, it will eventually mention Hitler. I feel like there should be that word about diet books in anything health and wellness. W- wow. <laughs> Hopefully we cut this podcast off long before that, man. Yeah. I, but you, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just <laughs> funny because somebody told me one time that there's an actual thing about how likely you are to mention Hitler in a, in a, in a conversation here, we are proving Godwin's law exists because his name came up here. Granted, it was because I brought it up, but like, I feel like there's that yeah. same, that same theory applies in health and wellness space. It's like, if you talk about any dorky health thing long enough, diet's going to like uh, weight loss is going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and this, I, I think this gets back to some somewhat of human nature. So I'm, I might do a little tiny side uh, aside here. Um, I remember doing a health fair when I recently graduated with a friend of mine and I, we were giving out free treatments and I treated some woman for some knee pain and she goes, Oh, that, that actually feels better. Great. And she goes, Oh, you know, I have diabetes. Can you help with that too? So I said, yeah, it's going to, that's a longer haul. Here's what we do. Here's how we would approach it. And then she asked how much I charged. And I think at the time I was uh, somewhere between 60 and 80 bucks and she goes, oh, that's a lot of money, you know, and then she started talking to my colleague who started talking about facial rejuvenation acupuncture. It's a thing. It works. I don't do it. And she goes, I charge 275 a session. And the same woman that didn't want to work on her diabetes said, well, that seems reasonable. That's hilarious. And it and and this wasn't a young, young woman uh, and, and not not to get into like an ageism debate here, but like your priority wasn't your internal health. Your priority was your cosmetic health. Sure. And I think we see that, right? We want to, we want to look at our appearance. So that is kind of the low hanging fruit for anyone in the health space. You know, whether that's fitness, whether that's, you know, uh, any kind of medical treatment, like, Oh, by the way, it could do X, Y, and Z. Right. Uh, so I see why people from a marketing standpoint would hammer that. That's part of human nature. Yeah, no, I get it. I just, I guess what I, with how it regards our, in in respect to red light, I think this is one of those things where Mm -hmm. I could pretty confidently say, I, I don't, I have not seen a lot of evidence, nor do I think logically there's a pathway where I'm getting into this for weight loss. Like a bunch of other things, but definitely not weight loss. Yeah. And and if I was buying this product, you know, but that's, yeah, yeah. I I think, I think that's a valid point. You don't want to be buying something uh, on a, on a, on a looser claim like that. And uh, you don't want to nail anybody for vanity. I don't care. You know, you want to look however you want to look. That's fine by me. But uh, I, I feel like you might be taking advantage of someone if if you're selling this machine for that. Yeah, and let's. I mean, that's probably a good segue into um, price, man. You know, um, you and I also, uh, aside from having different Genesis moments in in this hobby, um, both of us have very different price points of the panels we 
we we owned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you go first. Um, <laughs> no, no, okay. So so at the time, um, you know, I had bought a a brand name one uh, because they were first to market in the U.S. They were. Uh, really hammering advertisement towards uh, people that were interested in things that I was interested into. And they came with a stack of research. Now, granted it wasn't their research, but they had compiled it and put it into these nice little marketing packets. And I bought a panel for about $8,000. That was one panel. Now, now Um, lest anybody make fun of us. Now, shortly after that. (laughs) No, not, not lest anybody make, not make fun of us here. Um, $8,000 $8,000 was not for personal use. This was for your clinic, correct? This is not, yeah. Yes, this was for my clinic. Uh, I just don't want yes, people thinking this was, you're the guy this was who an runs investment. Out spends, yeah, I just don't want people thinking you're the guy who runs out and spends $8,000 for your living room, you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm the guy that hangs out at TJ Maxx and go, I'm going to come back next week. If that's on sale, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. So, so... I maybe because I waited a little longer on this one, um, and, and you know, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of reasons why I did, but thankfully I did because, you know, a nanometer is a nanometer is a nanometer, correct? I mean, you know, these are highly measurable things. So yeah. if I yeah. want a, a six sixty eight fifty alternating bulb LED with a certain emission rating and, and EMF rating or whatnot, I can, I can actually get that. It doesn't matter what the label is. Yes. And so I did. And just so we're on even playing ground here, I bought my two panels for $1,100 versus 8,000 per. I just like to rub that in if you, mm-hmm. case you didn't notice that. Like, I just, you know, I'm just, I, I want to lower my elbow just long, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Believe me, had I waited uh, four more months, uh, I think was when I started to get competitor websites yeah, at right. half the price of Juve. Uh, right. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't mention the brand name there. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> and maybe we should out. bleep that. We'll beep it out like a swear <laughs> word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, might as well. And there's nothing against them, but you know, why, why pay for it? If it, if the frequency is the frequency, the wavelength is the wavelength. Well, now here's the thing. And, and, you know, not to take a too far of a detour here, but like, let's lay this out for a second, right? You take the company that we're talking that you have, right? The brand you have. They, they, you're none of it mm-hmm. was their studies. You're right, right. But they, you know, even doing the what I would call probably one of the most thorough meta analysis of uh, of of red light therapy studies that I've ever seen mm-hmm. compiled by anyone. I mean, let's let's give credit where credit's due. They did a sick job yeah. of compiling that data, right? And and some great marketing, man. Some great marketing. Well, the marketing, sure. I mean, I, I you know, as a guy who comes from marketing background, like I get what they were doing from marketing, but like, yeah. but just from a sheer science standpoint, they didn't really need to do the research. They collected it all and put it in one spot, and nobody had really done that before like this. So, and and I will let you know uh, this, and even to even us to some point. But anybody that's in this this space, this uh, anti-aging, biohacking, longevity, whatever 
kind of space you want to call it. Uh, most people are just compiling other people's research. Yeah, sure. Uh, you, you know, there's probably about 15 names with an et al at the end. Uh, and it's a very nerdy thing with terms that nobody knows what the hell they mean. Sure. Uh, but they're they're doing an amazing job at compiling that data. And that's what this brand happened to do. Right. right. And, and, and they did it beautifully. That- and that gets that that's ignites the flame, right? I mean, for me anyway, it definitely did because, like, I, look, yeah. I'm not a scientist. You're not a scientist, right? I mean, we don't sit in the lab all day and compile data. And even if I did, I bet I know I know scientists that do that stuff, and they know a whole lot about a very narrow band of of reality, right? Like they don't know a lot about a lot. Mm-hmm. They, they know a real lot about a very little, right? And and so, like compiling the mm-hmm. data is not only my only choice because I'm not that guy, but I think it's also my preference. Like I would rather not know a mile deep on a, on one topic. Um, you know, I'd rather know a quarter mile deep on a bunch of topics, right? So, um, but at the same time, like yeah. uh, you know, I guess the danger in that, and I think what what a couple brands have done more successfully than others is by stitching other people's data together, you can craft the narrative to your liking, right? You can, you can create the outcome you're looking for. And Mm -hmm. absolutely. And I think that the problem that that creates for everything in this space is the ability to sort of spin this in whatever direction you want. Like, for example, I can go on to a person selling red light panels and find out that it's going to help me lose weight. I don't believe that it will. I don't believe it will. I don't, mm-hmm. I've never seen science that supports it. Now, I'm also not reading the internet 24 hours a day and I'm not a super computer. So I can't, I can't say that I've read every study out there, but um, I, I do say that I'm probably way more than average with regards to research and I've just never seen it. Uh, you know, it's you. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, only only because we were prepping for this show, you know, looking for things that weren't necessarily. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say non-verifiable because the studies weren't horrible, but there weren't many. You, you know, and and we run into this thing about how many studies look at something similar. Um, so you know, we can come up with one really good study, and then it's not repeatable. And if it's not repeatable, the first one doesn't count. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that we believe in this healthcare space, and this this is about any topic, uh, they do the study once. There's no funds. There's no third party. There's not another lab out there doing the same study uh, because they can't get funding for it, right. um, which is a, a big problem. And, and uh, actually, psychology talks a lot about it. Like, hey, we can't get this study to work twice. You know? Interesting. Uh yeah, so I I definitely think that that is a bigger problem, but I guess here's where, you know, I guess in general, it's funny how red light has pulled this sort of common theme in my brain out. Like, I mean, red light really is sort of a, a, a metaphor for the entire wellness space because it really does touch on almost every problem and mm-hmm. every benefit of the health space, right? Like it's got, it's got provable effects. Great. Mm-hmm. It, it, but it is super nerdy <laughs> and therefore easily faked or. It, yeah. 
you know. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. Um, but anytime you have that as a reality, though, where these companies can spin whatever reality they want, you, you've got sort of a, a built-in problem, right? Like you have to take some of this on faith because, again, we're not scientists. We're regular human beings going to work, you know, taking kids to soccer practices or, you know, whatever you're doing in your life. You have got a life. You don't you're not a, a research yeah. scientist. Right. And so you got to take some of this on on faith. You got to do some research, obviously. And, and I guess the deeper down the rabbit hole you go, you got to do more and more research. But in this regard, I'll tell you, when I was buying my panels, this was probably one of the more exhaustive searches I did because of the specificity of what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because you went from, you, you know, you, you said, okay, here's what the big brands are doing and here's what I need. You had to dig a little bit deeper to go, uh, you know, find them and make sure that you were getting something quality, which uh, that's going to happen, you know, and that's kind of the trade off there. Yeah. And I, I a hundred percent agree. And I, I think that, um, I think again, and we've said this before, but this is definitely a caveat emptor situation um, because, you know, you really do have to be very acutely aware of what you're buying. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, you know, if you're trying to save bucks, you may, you have to make sure those specs are coming back. Right. You yeah. know, so you could easily get duped into buying a, a red colored flashlight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And and I think that, that so so let, let's say we got to take everything at face value. Or, I'm sorry. We have to take things on a little bit of faith and, and balance that with a little bit of research. But um, but at the end of the day, I mean, yeah. it, 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 red light is very um, easy to get into. Um, if you, if you're really, if you've got it dialed into what you're looking mm -hmm. for, then it's pretty much, uh, you just stand there like, it, and you know, getting treatment for it's pretty much as brain dead as it gets. So, so, so that's kind of fun. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. And, and, you know, for those people that are wondering what it feels like. It, it feels to me. Like uh, when, when I was a younger man, um, I was under this impression that if I was going to a tropical place from the northeast where I lived, that I had to have a quote unquote base tan in order to do it. So I would go for like, I'd buy like the five tanning mm -hmm. session pack at, at a local tanning salon to get this mythical base tan. And to me, red light is just essentially that, like it just feels like that. Yeah. And that being said, we're on the other end of the spectrum. You will not get any suntan. There's no cancer risks, uh, you know, melanomas, things like that. You're you're on the other end of the spectrum for that. Right. Yeah. Meaning. But you yes, do, you do you get do, the heat. Yeah. Yeah. You do get the heat, which is lovely. And I just I um just to let everybody know, one of my favorite uh, therapy stacks is a quick thought cryotherapy followed by a uh, a nice 20 minute you know, red light situation. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's like the uh, anti-inflammatory nuclear bomb. <laughs> throw some, uh, 
throw some uh, RSO oil on top of that. Mm. You've, got, you've got yourself an afternoon, huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to take an afternoon if you start using RSO. So yeah, <laughs> I, rem- I remember why I got RSO was for a uh, for a, mar- a marathon I was running, and uh, I I ran it and I got back and I put like this, like a grain of rice, and I put like a third of a grain of rice on it, and I mean jumped in the hot tub for about forty minutes, and by the time I got out, I was like, inflammation? What? <laughs> There's no inflammation here. Uh, yeah. So, um, all right. So, so I think, you know, what do we want to tell people here? I mean, for me, I I don't, I don't really, I'm always a little bit, uh, I guess, hesitant to give out advice on this because a it's, it's heavily budget dependent. We're going to get to that at at the close, but yeah, you know, lots of budget dependent. It's also, you know, space dependent. These panels are, what are mine? Like 18 inches by like 48 inches or something like that. I mean, it's, it's a fairly big panel. I've got two of them. Yeah. I I think that's, that's, you know, two considerations, you know, what are you buying? How are you going to use it? Cause I have seen some handheld ones that look like a little, uh, you know, they're a little bit bigger than maybe a phone. You know, but how how much of an area you're going to treat? That's a little bit more for spot treatments, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not going to do a full body session with a iPhone size emitter, even if all the rest of the stuff is is right. But, um, but I will say this: like, yeah. Let, let's go back to let's go back to the nanometer thing because the one thing I do think I would tell people is that when you when you get into one of these nanometers is definitely important and the two numbers that i always kind of lived by were that 660 and 820 or 830 and i think either one of those has a little bit Mm -hmm. of a range on it but 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 those are the ones with the research that i that i've seen have you seen anything different than those Mm -hmm. yes no no and that's that's your your smack dab in the middle of the red and you're smack dab in the middle of the near infrared for those right. two frequencies. Right. And and so I would say nail in on those numbers because they are they're the ones that are the most reliable. And again, every piece of research I've seen when you look into this nitty-gritty of what the study was doing, it's it's in those two ranges plus or minus I don't know 10 nanometers maybe. I think it that range is like something like 650 mm-hmm. 670 or something like that. So anyway, um also, I would pay a lot of attention to the power output because power output is going to determine uh, how long you have to do it. And, you know, I could get a one foot by one foot, two different one foot by one foot panels. And if one of them has a very good, strong, therapeutic, great output and the other one it's not, you could be talking about, first of all, you'll never know the difference in therapy windows, but you could be talking about minutes to tens of minutes difference in therapy windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's also, that'll also determine the distance from the machine as well. So it's not only just the, how long the treatment is, but it's how close you need to be to it. Right. So when I look at those kind of things, I'm sort of weighing in a penalty of input variables here, right? Like it's not, 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's a bunch going on. So I would say for people like mm-hmm. for me, for me personally, it was about full body, less treatment time. Cause I didn't have a lot of time. So doing the two panels back to back helps me get all of my mm-hmm. treatment in 10 minutes. And, and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, and I, and I think, you know, if you wanted to sit there and march up and down, you could with a smaller panel, but uh, getting it all done, I, I think that's where you're going to see the most benefits the quickest. Right. Right. Um, and then, uh, and, and basically I think if you stuck with just sort of those two variables, I think you pretty much have all the information that I would feel comfortable saying, here's your starter kit for red light, right? Get out there, check these things out. Um, and I think you'll pretty be good. Now mm-hmm. I will say the asterisk here is, dude, this is a very deep rabbit hole. Um, and, and I think I'll heed your advice and save my rants about infrared saunas for another, another time. But, but again, ah. it's all connected, right? Like, I mean, this stuff all connects, there's connected tissue through all of these topics that we talked about. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, we're, we're just talking about a spectrum here. It's just all frequency. Yeah, doesn't it just piss you off that like we are just one giant chemistry set? You know, like it's like uh we're so basic. <laughs> it's it, it, uh, on the same you know, it's it's like twofold, right? It's it, if we were just a machine, it would be all plumbing and wires. Sure. And then we yeah. got all this other crazy stuff going on uh you know with our consciousness and and you know, but it's 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 all it's all like, look, it took a long time to figure out this level. And in a few years, we'll know exponentially more. And then we'll be like, yeah, this is this is how we do this. Right. right. Um, as far as healthcare, uh, it's always a evolving topic, too, you know, so sure. we might be dead wrong in five years. Who knows? <laughs> so so bringing it home real quick, though, I mean, I think potential for positive effect for me is a hard five. I mean, I think I see nothing but upside with this thing. Yeah, I would say I would give it a five as well. I think within that, as long as you're following the dosage recommendations to keep your eyes safe, you're good to go. Right. And on the same token, potential for negative effect, I'm not going to give it, I'm not going to go the opposite. I'm going to probably say like a negative two. And the reason I didn't back all the way down to a negative five was because for me, we don't know what we don't know with a lot of these things. And for me, this feels very much like uh, a deeper hole than we know. And, um, and so for me, I I haven't quite decided if it's wholly Mm -hmm. no possible negative side effects. Yeah. You know, I think, I I think if we're saying negative five is absolutely safe, I'd probably put it at a negative three, negative four, um, you know, with one or two caveats, if you were really worried about your eye health, uh, wear some, uh, sunglasses or, uh, those little tanning salon eye covers. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess I could, but you know what? I mean, then that just puts another thing in the mix that I got to like worry about, you know? So I, maybe, maybe my, my score was based on laziness more than anything. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. 
Um, so, um, ability to get this thing and, and ha- you know, they're easy to come by, man. I mean, this is an easy five. You can get them anywhere, right? I mean, this yeah, is not yeah. I, you can hop on Amazon if you were looking to do them in a, uh, a different setting. I know a lot of tanning salons have, uh, yeah, red yeah. light therapy booths now. Well, people like you, you know, clinics like us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the difference there is you got to make sure once again, is it red light? Is it near infrared alone? Is it red infrared, red light alone? Um, And why are you doing it? Because a lot of the tanning salons are really hammering the cosmetic benefits and they'll just go with a red light versus uh, the near and red. I see. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, when you talk about research available to this, so for people to make up their own mind about you know, positive or negative effects. There's also no shortage of that. And I think that unlike a couple other things that we've talked about, uh, this one is consistently getting more data. Like this is a very popular yeah. subject. Yeah. And I, and another a benefit, you know, uh, or maybe a boon for red light is, as far as a therapy is a lot of this research has been translated out of scientific articles. So it's oh, yeah. more palatable to read. You're not okay. sitting there talking about, uh, in-depth molecules of, you know, like the Krebs cycle and looking at, you know, citric acid cycle as far as how things are being converted and the ATP is being converted back uh, from ADP. Um, so that that gets out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I, you're into I that stuff, go ahead and read it. <laughs> we, could, we could get down into the cytochrome C oxidase. Yeah, yeah. If we wanted to. But I mean, we don't really like, again, those are just fun to talk. I mean, those are... Uh, Maybe not for everyone's dinner parties, but certainly no. for some of my dinner parties. Like, I mean, I, I have had conversations like that and I think it's fun. But I mean, honestly, that's really all that matters, right? Like, I mean, if you don't know what nitric oxide is or cytochrome C oxidase, like your life is going to be fine. You're going to go on living and you can buy a red light panel. There's no like, yeah. you know, test and, and you'll see benefits too, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Um, so, but here's where it falls off a cliff for me. And even my paltry $1,100, two panels, right? This shit is expensive. I mean, th- this, this is where red light definitely falls apart for me. I, mm-hmm. I just, very hard for me to justify recommending to people that this is a rational amount of money to spend on something. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, depending on how you're planning on consuming this, if you're trying to go to a center like mine, we have options for you to use it. Maybe it's more affordable. If you're trying to pull the trigger on a high end piece, uh, that's going to cost you more. You can certainly score some cheaper things, but that's where we get into this buyer beware conversation. Is the frequency what it says it is? Is the output what it says it is? Are you getting those benefits or is this just a, you know, a knockoff piece that's claiming you uh, get some results that you won't get? Right, right. So, so yeah, and I, I definitely think that, uh, you know, everybody's price sensitivity is different. Mm-hmm. Um so I can respect that. But like, you know, if we're making some broad assumptions about human beings in general, you know, I think that when you get into these higher end devices, it represents the thinnest section of the biohacking, bio-interested, uh, bio-curious mm-hmm. community, uh, you know, <laughs> because, um, because look, it takes no money to go out and, you know, what do they call that? Uh, what's that crazy people that they 
expose their perineum to the oh sun. uh breathitarians or breathinarians yeah. Yeah. or you know look i that cause that's a free activity now hopefully you have a secluded place to do it but it's free i don't I, need to you know um if i want to experiment with maybe 40, maybe maybe we should do some self-experiments with yeah. that I'll, I'll be the one dude that comes back heavier. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you wanted to do some playing around with uh, what is it, the Fournier effect, where you have half your body out of the water in the, in the freezing cold and half of it in a hot tub, and and that it, that that differential in temperature creates mm-hmm. all these crazy cool metabolic effects. Like, all you need for that is hot water in the winter time. Like, if you know anybody with a hot tub, just sit out there and you know, like you could do that. For not maybe free, but super cheap. If you know somebody with a hot tub, this yeah. is the exact opposite of all those things. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I, I will say, fifteen to twenty minutes of outside it went on a sunny day will will definitely hit this spectrum for you too. Yes, you're going to get the UVA, UVB, the rest of the visible light spectrum, and everything else that's kicking out of the sun, but you'll definitely get that red and near infrared as well. So that's right. that's a cheap free one as long as you don't live in like Seattle. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Like it's not it's not universal though, right? Like anybody, no. you know, with a hot tub and cold air can do that. But I guess that's not even really universal because aside from needing a hot tub, you actually also need to have cold. So, you know, or yeah. I guess you could do Arizona with an ice bath. That would probably work just the same. But uh, but again, that requires specific cocktails. But anyway, my point is shit costs a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even though they've come down in the last five years, they're certainly not, uh, for the average home, uh, dabbler. (laughs) Well, listen, I, 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 I hate to say it, but, um, we're, we're probably out of time for today, but yeah, even more depressing for, for people who are bored by this, we're probably going to talk about this again (laughs) at some point. (laughs) You know, I, I mean, there's always going to be something else that comes out. There's different things that we didn't talk about here. Laser yeah. therapy falls okay. into the photobiomodulation. Uh, yeah. Certainly, we should talk about far infrared and keep going with that spectrum. Yeah. Um, and, and also so, yeah. Um, photosensitive sensitive drugs, which are very big in the cancer world. Um, and Ooh. they're using interesting. Yeah, you should dive down this rabbit hole sometime. Um, you know, they're doing you know, even NSAIDs, right, have a photosensitivity to them and are are in some way, shape or form modulated by light input. And when you look at, you know, that, that they, they've realized, uh, and I don't want to go into this right now, but there's a whole treatment sort of line around using interaction between light spectrum and drugs. So you have this weird interplay between, mm. you know, what light does to augment or, or, or in other, in other ways, modulate the drug interaction with your body. Um, that is interesting to me. Like we can use light as a super powerful thing and there's a whole rabbit hole on this and it's going to mm-hmm. touch a bunch of other topics. So, you know, spoiler alert, this isn't the last time we get to talk about like nerd stuff. <laughs> ah. But, uh, so, so what are you getting into right now, man? What, uh, what, what's on your, uh, current list oh man uh you know i i have to say i'm i've been trying to put together a a home cupping course i certainly if you watch the olympics again uh all the swimmers were covered 
Yeah. You know, and and it's something that I feel like has existed for so long. I there's plenty of techniques to do it safely at home and everybody just needs a little bit of a push in the right direction with it. You know, I was you know, getting so donuts. hopefully we can we can I was getting donuts <laughs> with my kids as a dessert treat uh, over the weekend and there yeah. was a kid there was a kid in line in a tank top with cupping circles all over his body. If if it was if it was around downtown, it might have been me. No, no, no. This was uh, out, out very far from downtown, but uh, but it was interesting because I was oh. like, "Look at this." Um, but uh, but okay, cool. So how far? I mean, when do we get to see this thing, man? I mean, I who knows? You know, it, it, we're we're these people that get involved in so many damn different things that yeah. you say you're doing something, and it takes you know five years before it sees the light of day. Yeah. Um, well, I I'm actually taking a little bit of a physical uh, break, um, despite having a triathlon this weekend that I completely forgot I signed up for. Um, so I'm going to uh-huh. do an Olympic triathlon this weekend with, uh, I think it's fair to say zero training. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that'll be fun. Um, but uh, I did want to say one thing and I'll give first of probably many plugs to it but uh the book i'm reading right now is called radical brilliance by our, our mutual friend Arjuna mm. Ardok. and man it's good it's very very good and uh if you have not read it um i'm not quite through with it yet but i'm i'm ra- making tracks towards the finish line and it is uh it is a very good read. yeah I think uh, knowing what I know of Arjuna, uh, it it couldn't be anything else but but brilliant. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm plugging it. I, I, I so far, unless it takes a radical left turn, and I just is like, oh fuck this book, it's horrible. <laughs> but it's probably not going to happen. It's uh, so far, it's incredible yet. So I'll let you know how that comes. Yeah. So, and we managed to work uh, both words of that title into yeah, uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> into talking about it. I think yeah. so, I think we hit our dad joke quota for the we, day. We, we did, we did. So, well, with that, then, um, thanks for talking. Um, put everything in the show notes, and uh, have a have a great week, man. Take care, guys. Yeah, take care. Be subversive, irreverent. Health is wealth, but you knew that. Everybody knows that. But so was following us on social media at Irreverent Health. And check out our website for more exclusive content at irreverenthealth.com. Oh, I like this. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Irreverent Health.